Hey everyone, this is Abby Martin. You're listening to the audio version of this episode, which you can watch at youtube.com slash empirefiles. But you can also listen to our new exclusive podcast only at patreon.com slash empirefiles, which makes all our free video content possible. The U.S. Navy has just poisoned thousands of people in Hawaii with deadly chemicals in their drinking water. And instead of acting to save lives, they're engaging in a massive cover-up. This ongoing disaster is the result of the Navy recklessly storing millions of gallons of fuel literally 100 feet from Oahu's largest drinking water source. This story should be treated as the national scandal it is, but so far it's been largely absent across major media, maybe because the culprit is the beloved U.S. military. Before we get into it, watch the man who's been sounding the alarm for years, Hawaii Board of Water Supply Chief Engineer Ernest Lau, at a press conference on December 3rd, right after he was forced to shut down the island's essential aquifer. I think this is a foreshadow foreshadowing of what could happen to the broader community if we don't do something about these, the storage of this uh, of fuel, uh, over 180 million gallons of G- diesel and jet fuel, 100 feet above our drinking water aquifer. If we don't do something about uh, eliminating that risk to the, uh, to the water resource. Uh, so I think it's time for action now. Uh, it is time We cannot wait any longer. The water resources is, is precious. It's irreplaceable. It's pure. There is no substitute for pure water, and and our lives depend upon it. So, I would urge the uh, decision makers and the Navy to take action immediately, to take away this risk from our vital water resources there. You know, I can't even imagine what was going through Lau's head at that moment, knowing that despite how quickly this current leak is cleaned up, there are already untold amounts of people who could suffer and potentially die from the toxins they've already ingested. Petrochemicals in drinking water are notorious for causing leukemia, miscarriages, and devastating birth defects. We just did an hour-long podcast on this unfolding tragedy in which you can find many more details about the case linked to in the description below. So this is all happening at the Red Hill Fuel Storage Facility, owned and operated by the Navy, where since World War II, about 200 million gallons of fuel have been stored in the same rusted-through metal tanks, right on top of this precious and irreplaceable water source. Red Hill has always leaked. A classified Navy report in 1982 reported leaks in the fuel lines and regular leaks for 40 years prior. Since then, the Navy's own data has shown constant, regular fuel leakage and consistent toxins in the soil that far exceed Department of Health safety standards. We're talking about almost 80 years of this pollution. Once residents became aware of the once top-secret facility in the 90s, They've been calling to shut it down because obviously it's insane to continue this. But the Navy's always maintained there's nothing to worry about. They test the water all the time. If there was a problem, well, they'd be sure to let you know. 
Here's a Navy captain in 2016 responding to all the concerns. Good morning to you, Captain Ron. Good to be here. Top two questions people are asking. Number one, is our drinking water safe? And number two, will it continue to be safe? Yes, Ron. So easy questions to answer. One, the drinking water is safe. And I know that because we test the drinking water exhaustively every once every quarter. And we also have ground monitoring wells near Red Hill, which we test on a monthly basis. So we would know if there was any petroleum in the water, the drinking water is safe. Okay. It turns out that the Navy detected harmful petrochemicals in the drinking water at least at least six months ago. According to Hawaii paper, the Star Advertiser, water samples taken by the Navy at its Red Hill drinking water well showed petroleum contamination in July, August, and September. Some of the samples exceeded the state's threshold for what's considered safe. So what did the Navy do when they found these chemicals back in July? Did they tell residents, pregnant women, even their own troops to stop drinking the water? No. Instead, they actively hid the information and refused to comply with the Hawaii Department of Health on giving them the data. The Navy had been constantly failing health inspections at the facility, leading to hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines from the health department, as well as a lawsuit filed by the Sierra Club in November. The only reason the Navy finally admitted something was even happening is that the water began to smell and taste like gasoline and people began showing up at the emergency room with chemical burns in their mouths. Today, Amanda just texted me, and it's about 6 o'clock in the morning, Hawaii time, Mr. Chairman, that she went to the Tripler emergency room last night because of a headache and irritation in her mouth and throat, and her doctor diagnosed her with chemical burns in her mouth. And there have been concerns on the community for years on the possibility of leaks from Red Hill into the drinking water supply. The Navy's response to all of this has been predictable cover their own asses by any means necessary. Watch this Navy spokesperson lie to the public. Well, what I would say to that is if you're pregnant, you're concerned, you know, one, uh, obviously drink water that you feel is safe. Uh, No evidence to suggest that there's any uh, long-term effects, but each individual, depending on your scenario and where you're living is, is unique. It is completely false that there are no long-term side effects of pregnant women drinking these pollutants. Navy command cannot be trusted. Even head of the Hawaii Sierra Club chapter, Wayne Tanaka, stated in November, we have lost all trust in the local Navy command. And that was before we knew they'd been covering up poisonous water. We have no idea how many people have been impacted so far, how big this leak is, or how much more pollution is still making its way from Red Hill to the drinking water supply. What we do know is that Biden must declare a state of emergency to help this community, and that the Navy must finally do what Hawaiians have been demanding for decades, shut down Red Hill. It's not like they don't have the money to do what's urgently needed. Move the fuel tanks, relocate the residents, and pay for remediation cleanup and lifetime health care for all potential victims. Right now, the Navy's refusing to do any of that, and they're actually saying they need five months to fix the leak and until 2045 to make it totally safe. No matter what happens with this current contamination, this same thing is guaranteed to happen again and again, as long as this totally pointless, decaying facility remains there. We know from the military's horrific legacy of water contamination 
from Camp Lejeune to Coldwater Creek, that the standard response is to cover up their pollution as long as possible. And once people start dying and they can't hide it anymore, deny responsibility and health claims by the people they have poisoned. This has happened to so many communities in the U.S. and around the world living near current and former U.S. bases. We cannot let it happen again at Red Hill. As Lau said, water is life. Water is the most sacred substance on earth that sustains all life. How can we trust a government that intentionally dumps its toxic waste into this precious resource? How can we believe an entity that has done nothing but lie and cover up its criminal actions, proving time and again it values money over human life? You know, it's important to remember that Hawaii was just another colonial military outpost of the empire, which was denied statehood rights until 1959. Today, 22% of Oahu's land is occupied by the U.S. military, with even more land remnants of former military installations. We can see that colonial relationship continue to play out in the Red Hill crisis. Hawaii's own Department of Health, Board of Water Supply, and elected officials are totally at the mercy of the local Navy command. We're told the U.S. military is occupying land across the planet for protection and security. But it destroys everything it touches. If this is what the military leaders are doing to not only its own citizens, but its own service members, imagine. Just imagine what it's doing to the people who live near U.S. bases abroad, where the military isn't subject to any regulations or EPA oversight. How many more places are being poisoned? How many more Red Hills are there? How many more people have to suffer, have to die, before we say no more? Before we push to demilitarize our way of life, our communities, and the land that sustains us? Thank you for listening to our Empire Files podcast. Help keep us independent and ad-free at patreon.com slash empirefiles. And be sure to catch our newest episodes by subscribing to our YouTube channel. <laughs>